Welcome to the Informal Podcast. I am Austin Coley along with Sam Lewis. Sam, we've got a little pod special here today for these guys. Pod special alert. Going into NBA All-Star Weekend, what we want to do is each draft a team of NBA players like Steph and LeBron did for All-Star Weekend, but we've got a couple little tweaks. This is going to be a lot of fun, okay? So what we're going to do, this isn't going to be your uh, straightforward All-Star draft like everybody's doing. What we're going to do is we're going to draft, I think we said a 10-man roster, right? 10-man rotation. Yes, 10-man rotation. Of any current player in the NBA. And the idea of this is to build the best 10-man rotation to win in a seven-game series at finals-level intensity. So everyone is 100% healthy, and anyone who played in the NBA this year is eligible. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And Right, exactly. They're all healthy. They're all eligible. You can choose any of them. And this isn't we, – we thought about just doing the straight-up all-star draft – um, like a lot of people have been doing. And I mean, most of these guys we're going to pick are probably going to be all-stars. But we wanted to open it up because we don't just necessarily want the 20 best guys on this team. At least I don't. I don't know how you're going to do yours. But I'm going to try to build a team that is complementary to each other. I mean, you don't want to put a superstar as your eighth man. That's probably not going to go great in a seven-game series. Um, so I think you got to kind of factor chemistry into this, some personality issues into this, and who do you want to go to war with if you've got to win four out of seven games in a finals-type series? I'd say the only rule that we have in selecting these is you can't just – you can't have a stupid draft. You can't draft all, you know, ten point guards. We're not going to lay down any specific position requirements like they do in the All-Star game because it's 2018. I mean, there's really – everybody talks about positionless basketball. We're not 100% there yet, but – I mean, it's not as rigid as it has been in the past. But at the same time, we want it to be a feasible five-man starting lineup, a feasible rotation of ten guys that you could play without getting abused. So you don't want to put five point guards out there. You don't want to put five big guys. It has to be – I mean, we know, we know what's a legitimate lineup and what's not. I mean, I think, you know, it's it's the, the eye test. You can tell. Okay, and we are going to have this be a snake draft – so, whoever picks first, which we'll get to in a second, then the next, the other person has will have two picks, and then the first person will have two picks, and we'll just go like that until we're done. Second of all, we invite you guys to rank our teams. Oh, we will definitely tweet this thing out. We, right. We will tweet our rosters out, and we will also put a poll out on Twitter where you can vote, we encourage you to put these teams against each other in 2K to see who would win Please, as well. Please, someone build these rosters in 2K and run it multiple times because we need to see who's going to win. So, with that being said, for draft order, Sam, pick a number one or two. I will take the number two. The number is one. It's ridiculous. So I, I quit. I get the choice. I'm actually going to pick second. You're going to pick second. I'm going to okay. let you pick first. Okay, We you said that we were going to do this snake draft, and I think that in general that's the best way to do it. Um, but I'm just going to throw this out there. If you just want to go back and forth, I'm fine with that. It's up to you. What do you want to do? 
Do you want to stick with a snake? Because I think... All right, let's go back and forth. If we do that, I want to pick first. Yeah, that's totally fine. Well, we probably should have talked, that, talked about this before we put the microphone on. I'm going to let you decide. You get to go first, so either you can go first... Or you can go second and pick second and third. You you choose let's, right now. Let's actually not do a snake. Let's just do straight up. Totally and cool I with am me. going to pick first then. Totally cool with me. With that being said, the number one pick, I think there's only two options that I could go with here. And I'm going to take KD number one. Wow. Wow. I mean, obviously it's him or LeBron, right? I mean, Defend that's like... Yourself. Kevin Durant, I think right now, is the best player in the NBA. He can play legitimately any position. He can make our lineup be whatever he allows you. He, he can play the five if you want him to. You can put the best five players out there that you need to play with him being able to play any position. He can make any shot on the floor. He's younger than LeBron. I think he's the best player in the NBA. I love how he went. You know, especially with LeBron, with some of these, you know, issues that he's been having with teammates and team chemistry. I mean, KD went to Golden State and fit in with those guys really, really, really well. I love how he assimilates to a team. I think he is a great number one pick. I mean, you can't deny that LeBron's not a good teammate. He hasn't been a good teammate for a long time. What he is is the best player in the league, and he's been the best player in the league since about 2006 or 2007, so I will gladly take LeBron James. Give me LeBron James. I think LeBron has a lot of baggage that comes with him. I think he's a headache to play with. I think if you're his general manager, you hate him until the game starts, and the game starts and he's the best player, and you get over it. And I will gladly deal with that in a seven-game series. I will see your Kevin Durant and raise you LeBron James. Yeah, I figured you might do that. Okay. I did that. I think that is a really good pick. He's obviously a... You know, I like to say KD's the best player in the NBA right now, and he might be. But with LeBron's experience, I mean, I think he's... You couldn't have picked anybody else and justified it there. He has been in the finals every year since 2011. It's 2018. That's incredible. I mean, people want to knock him for only having three rings, but he's been there six straight times. That's insane. I mean, if you look at some of the teams he got to the finals. I mean, we talked about it in the last pod with Blake Gandy. He took the Eric Snow Cavs. He, he took Zildrunas Ilgauskas and Booby Gibson to the finals. He uh, Remember when he scored the 29 of the last 30 against Detroit? That's like that, a 23-year-old. Yes, and he's still... At that point, he had still been in the league for five years. It's incredible. He... One day we're going to have a podcast where we talk about greatest players of all time. And, I mean, it's obvious he's one or two. And I've got a really strong argument that he's number one. I think that, just talk about on-court impact. When he wants to play defense, he's a great defender. He's a great facilitator. He can get to the rim whenever he wants to. If he wants to get to the rim, he's going to. Regardless. Doesn't matter who's guarding him. Even at 34, 35, whatever he is now. Um, he's the greatest player of our generation. It's not close. And you just gave him to me for free. So, thank you. With my next pick, so I took KD 1-1. Yep. I'm keeping up with it over here. So if you hear some keyboard clicking in the background, we're, we're keeping these rosters. You took LBJ. Obviously. 1-2. Two. 2-1. Two, I am going to take 
Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, you just did that to hurt me. Number with my for. number two pick, which I now have KD and Giannis on my team. <laughs> hey, one thing, one thing I forgot. Team. One thing I forgot to mention is like the NBA, or you, you probably do this anyways, but. Light the NBA All Star Draft. Let's draft our starters first. Okay. Like your first, first five picks are going to be your okay. starters. All right. So, I've got Giannis and Kevin Durant slated right now as my starters. I'm so excited for that. I mean, that length. Oh gosh, I'm just. I can't even imagine all the different combinations I could play right there. The defensive abilities. That's gonna be. Really cool. I think what you just did was a deliberate attack at me as a person because you know how much I love Giannis. I don't appreciate it at all. Um, Let me ask you this. If I would have taken LeBron 1-1, would you have taken Giannis second? No, because I think I think Kevin Durant is the second best player in the league. And I think he can do pretty much everything Giannis can do plus shoot threes. Um, Giannis is more of a long-term long-term thing for me. I think he's one of the best players in the league right now. I think when he starts consistently making his jump shot and starts seeing the court, you know, when he gets some more experience, starts seeing the court like guys like LeBron and KD do, he's going to be the best player in the league for a long time, but I don't think he's quite there yet. Um, I think you reach for him, and I kind of hate you for it because that's probably who I was going to take next. So congratulations to you on getting my favorite player in the league right now. So who are you going to take next? We're going fully healthy um in their prime well in their prime i guess i guess technically it's from the last couple of years right it's from it's right now right now fully healthy i'm gonna take Kawhi. i'm gonna take Kawhi leonard and i'm gonna take him because he is the best defender in the league he uh zach Lowe from the ringer or not from the ringer soon to be from the ringer from espn (laughs) zach Lowe from grantland r.i.p grantland describes uh Kawhi leonard as an octopus who comes at you with just tentacles going everywhere and steals the ball from you and then dunks it on the other end. I think he's the perfect guy for a team like this because he has no ego. He is willing to defer on offense, and he's willing to just lock up Kevin Durant. And when you need him to be a creator on offense, he can, but he's the best defensive player in the league. And um, a great locker room guy, we think. I mean, despite what might, may or may not be going on in San Antonio right now. But I'm taking Kawhi. We're going with Kevin Durant. And Kawhi Leonard, and um, I think that I'm crushing you right now. <laughs> LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard, excuse me. I forgot you actually didn't take LeBron 1 1. Wow, this keeps getting better. <laughs> I was really hoping you would not pick Kawhi. Think about if I had KD, Giannis, and Kawhi all on the same team. I thought about picking Steph, and then I, yeah, and then I realized that you would have taken Kawhi and, and crushed you like a It doesn't great. matter how good Steph is; he's gonna have to shoot from behind the half court line, <laughs> which he could probably still make most of those. But uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, with those two guys I pick, I'm gonna take Steph three. I think it's obvious. You look at some of the other guys that that um, you know I, I really thought about taking here. I thought about taking Harden. I thought about taking Westbrook. Both have had some. Issues in the locker room, but they're a little selfish, I think. Steph has shown he can work within the flow of the offense. He's a great guy to be around, great team builder. And his handles and his passing ability are awesome as well. I think he is a great pick at number three. What do you think about that? What do you think about Steph right there? I think Steph falling to the fifth pick in this draft 
is a is just a statement on where we're at as NBA culture because three years ago, two years ago, he's the NBA darling. Everybody loves Steph. It just goes to show you that if you have enough success, people will start hating you. And we obviously hate him. I mean, we didn't take him to the fifth pick. It's ridiculous. He's one of the best NBA players of all time. And I think that um, you got Steph and Kevin Durant. That's an actual NBA team. Steph yeah. and Kevin, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, all you've done is traded out Draymond for Giannis. So <laughs> win there. Yeah, these teams are terrifying. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I've got LeBron. You're, it's interesting. This next pick. I, I don't know. know where you go here. I don't know where I'm going either. I'm looking at. I'm, you know. I'm. I'm searching here. I'm thinking. You know. Maybe you go Marcus Saul. Maybe you go Isaiah Thomas here. I've got LeBron James, the best player in the world. I've got Kawhi Leonard, the best defender in the world. So what do I need? I need some three-point shooting. I need some primary ball handling away from LeBron. I need... I got defense with Kawhi. Give me James Harden. I'm going to take James Harden. And if this was a... If this was a... If we were building a team for multiple years here, I don't think I would take James Harden because I don't know that I want to buy stock in him long-term. I think he's shown a willingness to completely not try on defense, which I don't love. He has some pretty high-profile no-shows in big moments in the playoffs, which may not bode well in this situation. Yes. But, I mean, I need a point guard right now, and you're looking at it's Russ or James Harden, right? Well, you put Russell Westbrook on this team, and Russell Westbrook, it's going to be it's gonna be Russell Westbrook and the Russellettes. Yeah. And him and LeBron, that's not going to go well. You know, he's... That we've already got LeBron as an alpha personality. I don't need Russ. I think James Harden, for a seven-game series, can put his ego aside long enough to be a secondary ball handler. I think he's done a great job of facilitating Chris Paul into the offense there. And worst-case scenario, you've got a nasty knockdown three-point shooter and a great beard. And I think that he's a wonderful asset to our team. James Harden is a top Six player in the NBA for sure. No doubt. Without a doubt. I, I don't see anything wrong with that pick. But I think my next pick will definitely, I don't want to say seal the deal for me because this is far from over, but it will go a long way. I and know who you're going to pick. I'm going to pick Anthony I Davis. I know you're going to pick Anthony Davis. I'm going to pick Anthony Davis here at number four. I think looking at my team already, there's a couple of guys and I thought, you know, definitely thought I could go with here that would you know, help bolster the, the scoring. But having Giannis and KD in their length and then adding Anthony Davis at the rim is just, uh, defensively, it's going to be incredible. The length, and plus, looking at your team with LeBron, Kawhi, and James Harden, I think the length will actually give them a lot of trouble. I think you've got a nasty team right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, really, I really like your team better than mine, and I've like so far. Um, I... Looking at it, I should I, – I almost took Anthony Davis. It was really – it was between him and James Harden. And the reason I didn't is because I really – you look at LeBron and Kawhi, the only weakness those two guys have is neither one of them are great three-point shooters. So I wanted some shooting. And I don't necessarily regret it, but I was really hoping Davis would come back around yeah. to me because he had to look great on this team. But you got him. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's go ahead and right now – my four are KD. Well, actually, go ahead and take yours, and then we'll we'll okay. Take stop My four. So right now, I've got LeBron, I've got Kawhi, I've got James Harden. I think um, 
what I'm kind of doing here. I think the way this team has fallen into place, LeBron is going to be basically the point forward. I've got Kawhi set up as my lockdown defender. James Harden shooting threes. Oh man, Russell Westbrook still sitting there, but I, I just don't. I don't want. I don't want Russ on this team. I really don't. I don't think he's going to mesh well um, with the rest of these guys. Oh man, this is hard. This is really hard. Give me. This is good podcast. <laughs> this is great podcast. It's tough. This is so difficult. I'm going to take... Uh, this might be... You know what? Forget it. It's it's not a reach. Uh, this is one of the best basketball players oh, yes. in the league. Embiid. I'm not taking Embiid. <laughs> I'm not taking Embiid. Even though we said fully healthy, that's only to start the series. <laughs> I'm taking Paul George. I'm taking PG-13. Because wow. I think Paul George is criminally underrated. I think some of those Pacers teams that he was going toe-to-toe with LeBron, those teams weren't. I mean, it was him and Roy Hibbert and Lance. Those aren't great teams. And I think even this year, did you see the clip of him guarding Klay Thompson when Klay Thompson was running off of screens and then he ran off another screen and then another <laughs> and then another and the whole time Paul George is just completely in his hip pocket. The whole, I mean, like a good cornerback. It was incredible. You got I've got him and Kawhi and an engaged LeBron on defense. I don't care how long you are. You're not scoring. <laughs> all right? This is what we're going with. Paul George, underrated on offense. He's a great shooter. He can get his own shot when he needs to. And when you got a creator like LeBron and secondary creator like James Harden out there, I love having Paul George as a spot-up shooter, secondary scorer, and a lockdown defender. I think I've got the two best defensive players in the league on the perimeter and Paul George and Kawhi. And good luck scoring is all I'll say. So, it's funny, we have kind of chosen our teams sort of around defense, which in the NBA, I don't know why. I guess the NBA is actually more defensive now than it used to be. People give it a bad rap saying nobody plays defense, but I mean, I mean just look at these look at these guys that we've got so far. Who's going to score? It's going to be Steph shooting 40-footers. So, looking at my team for my last pick, my last starter... Right now, I've got Curry, who will who will run the point. Right. I've got KD and Giannis, both can play one <laughs> through five, pretty much. Um, I've got Anthony Davis, who will play the five for me. So I see Giannis and Durant playing the three and four. If you're going to put positions, so on get, the wing, on the wings, yeah. yes. Um, so what I really need is a two, a knockdown shooter. And I'm going to take a guy who also plays really good defense, and that's Clay Thompson. I, I almost took Clay Thompson for that very reason, but then I thought, you know what, Paul George, a little higher upside. I think he's got a better chance to. He's more of a lockdown defender than Clay Thompson. So, so I, I don't think so. I don't think so. And one of my biggest reasons for playing, for choosing Clay Thompson, is he does not need the balls in his the the ball in his hands. One ball. <laughs> he does not need the ball in his hands to succeed. He can run off screens catch and shoot he gets hot keep feeding him one thing i did not mean to do that ended up happening is i have three warriors in my starting lineup (laughs) which i am not mad about for team chemistry purposes but clay thompson if if you really look at my entire team anthony davis Giannis, kd there's no guy that's going to demand the ball all the time which i really like where kd where steph 
can drive up and these guys can work within the flow of the offense and really just go to work. I'm, I'm, so Clay Thompson is going to be my number two. Also, at the end of this, we need to draft coaches as well, head coaches. Okay. All right. I like that. Uh, do I get to pick coach first? Since yes. You, to pick play? Okay. you can pick coach right. first. Okay. So I will take my fifth guy, and then we'll kind of hit it with a refresh and recap what we've got. Um, just quick overview on my on my team here. I got LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George, all kind of wing, you know, two through four, even a little bit of small ball five if they need to. Then I got James Harden as my guard. I, he'll probably be the nominal point guard on this team. What I'm really lacking, I've got some great perimeter defense. What I need is rim protection. I need a last line of defense. And this, again, you might think it's a reach, but I'm going with Rudy Gobert right here. Wow. And we're not. Wow. We said at the beginning that we're not just picking the, the 20 best players in the league. And Rudy Gobert, I think, is probably one of the 20 best players in the league. But this isn't, you know, straight reading on the list of all-stars and taking guys. I'm trying to build a team that is going to crush you in a seven-game series. And if, by some miracle, you get through Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, good luck scoring on Rudy at the rim. And the only... The only thing I'm worried about with this starting five is I don't have a ton of offense. But you say that I don't have a ton of offense, and I've got James Harden there who can go for 50 in any given night. So I'm pretty comfortable sitting where I'm at. So to recap, I have Steph, Clay Thompson, Giannis, KD, and Anthony Davis. And you have James Harden, Kawhi, LeBron, Paul George, and Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. The Stifle Tower. So... Those are our five. Those are our starting five. Now moving on to our bench players. You've got ten bench guys or five bench guys. You can go whichever direction you want here. And I let me. Uh, what if I let's let's swap it. Let's swap swap it up. Let me go first on the okay. bench guys. All right, go ahead. We'll do that. Okay. Uh, by the way, Russell Westbrook is still on the board, and it's going to remain that way unless you take him. Because this is a anti-Russell Westbrook podcast. Apparently, I, I'm actually a big <laughs> fan of watching Russ, but putting him on a team. Would you want to play with him at all? It no, would be tough. You sure wouldn't. I didn't think you would. I think there's just other guys that I would want to play with that play his position. I'm with you. I'm with you. He's a great player. This will be the the Russell Westbrook side side street here. He's a really fantastic player, but I don't know that I want to build a team around him. And you look at what they've done in Oklahoma City. And I think you've kind of seen that, that I don't know that he makes anyone around him better, and he doesn't really play defense if he doesn't feel like it. So that's not a guy I want for this this situation we're talking about. So who do you want for this situation we're talking about? i got to take a bench guy here. Okay, I think what I'm going to do with this pick is um, for my sixth man, I want, I want an alpha. I want a guy who can lead my second unit. I want a guy who, if things aren't going great, I can put him in. I know he's going to straighten everything out. He's going to run the ship. I know and I'm take. taking Chris Paul as my sixth man. He's going to be He's the only true point guard on this list. I mean, James Harden is a point guard, but you know, this year he's not really kind of moved back to the two. But, what do you mean on, the, on this list? I mean, as far as the five guys I've got, the only true point right. guard. And I'm... I just love the idea of 
having Chris Paul almost as a safety net where if the offense bogs down, you know you can put Chris Paul in the game and he's going to get somebody a good shot. And he can come in, he can guard Steph, and Steph doesn't like seeing Chris Paul. I mean, as much trouble as the Clippers had with the Warriors, Steph doesn't want to go up against Chris Paul. Um, so I'm gonna I'm picking Chris to lead the second unit, and I think that's a steal. So I had kind of had the same idea you did, but not with Chris Paul. With my first bench player, I'm gonna take Kyrie Irving. That's fair. Kyrie. That's fair. Um, Kyrie is a magician. He, he is. is so good with the ball. He plays within the flow of the game. He can go out and get his, or he can get his for others. How he's gone to Boston and turned into the alpha there and is leading that team. I love, with my sixth pick, taking Kyrie Irving as my backup point guard behind Steph. I love that pick. I think it's a travesty that Kyrie hasn't come off the board to this point. I think... Did you think about Kyrie? For a split second, but I've got LeBron. I don't think you can have Kyrie and LeBron. I mean, we talked about the chemistry thing at the beginning, and two reasons, two reasons that I went with Chris Paul over Kyrie. First of all, it's the LeBron thing. I mean, for, for a seven-game series, I think they could, you know, be adults and put everything aside. And, I mean, Kyrie has shown the ability to take over Game 7 of, of an NBA Finals, which very few guys in the league have. I think that's invaluable. But I think if you're taking Kyrie and you're going to tell him, come off the bench, be my sixth guy, I mean, he didn't like being the second option in Cleveland, you know? How's that going to go? If you tell him, sorry, Kyrie, Steph Curry's better than you, and he's going to start. I don't know. I mean, like we said, it's only seven games, and I think everyone can be adults about it, but I think I'd rather have Chris Paul, a guy who in his own right is an alpha, but I think he's shown the ability here, especially this season, to kind of defer to James Harden a little bit. You can put them both in because they know how to play together too, which helps. They could. They absolutely could. And all these guys we're talking about are fantastic basketball players that are used to having the ball in their hands, everybody except Rudy Gobert, who's just going to block shots and not say anything. But <laughs> the rest of these guys are used to running the show. But I would just, I think Chris Paul fits better coming off the bench in that six-man role. But that's a good pick. All right, who's your seventh pick? Seventh pick. Okay. We've got, there's a guy sitting here staring at me that I've been, I keep passing on him. And I think I'm going to keep passing on him because I don't think you're going to take him. I think I'm going to be able to sneak back and get him later. But I'm going to take, and this, this I think this pick is going to win the entire thing for me. <laughs> because you said you got three Warriors. Which what you said when you said that is, I don't want the fourth Warrior. And you've completely and totally disrespected Draymond <laughs> Green. And Draymond Green is coming to the squad, and he is going to rip the hearts out of the Warriors that you have on your team. Draymond Green coming off the bench. Who knows? He might end up starting by the end of this series. This isn't this isn't set in stone. And Draymond, talk about an alpha. I mean, you just chose three of his teammates before him. What's he going to do with that? You know, what's funny is, well, I guess KD is actually the only warrior not on Steph's team. for, And that's because he was the number one yeah, pick. Yeah, he was the number one pick. Um, but I was going to take Draymond with my next pick. Really? And that kind of opened the door for me to take another guy but Draymond is such a X factor and I would love him coming off the bench to be able to play 
any position. He's with, a, such a great bench player. He is, without a doubt. He's one of the few. I mean, we've got a couple of guys we talked about already who can guard one through five, but he's the the prototype for that. Yeah, he can legitimately stay with point guards and protect the rim, and there's not a lot of guys like that. I I honestly love the idea of taking him. He just didn't fit in my after taking Giannis and KD. Um, like he didn't really fit the spot where I need to take Clay, and then. I had to take Kyrie first. Um, so, with that being said, I, I need somebody that can come and play the two, maybe the three, and can go get buckets. And that's why I'm taking Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. I like him as a bench player, too, because he is the number one option on offense in Minnesota, and he was in Chicago for a long time. But he just strikes you as a guy that's okay kind of taking that backseat role, being you know, an option off the bench, not having to get up 20 shots. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, so do I. That's why I took him. You got any other thoughts about it other than good job by you? Yeah, I just, he's a stud. And to get him with my seventh pick, he he comes in, he'll defend it. And he'll, he, There's he, a theme here. We've got like, <laughs> we've got like six fantastic defensive players apiece. All right. Moving on here. So pick number eight. Pick number eight for me. Third guy off the bench. I see my boy's still looking at me, but I'm still I'm gonna keep letting him fall. I'm gonna keep letting <laughs> him fall. I like John Wall a lot, but I decided to go with Chris Paul over John Wall. I almost did John Wall there. Um let's see, you got Clay, I got Paul George. We're getting to the point now where a lot of the best players on the board are point guards and I don't think there's anything wrong with having more than one point guard on the floor at a time. I think that's where the NBA is going. But like, I love Mike Conley. I love John Wall. Kyle Lowry, I think, is great. But I, I went with Chris Paul, so I can't take any of those guys. Who I'm going to take is another X-Factor. Another guy who can, by himself, win me this series. Or could potentially punch a referee in Game 1 and not play anymore. <laughs> and I'm going with Boogie. Boogie! 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 Cousins, come on down, join the squad. Boogie, what can you say about Boogie? I mean, first of all, RIP, Boogie going down with the Achilles. But everybody's healthy in this fantasy land. And he is, he can shoot threes. He can run the offense if he needs to. He doesn't play any defense, but that's okay. I mean, look at my squad. I got plenty of defensive players. And Boogie Cousins as instant offense off the bench. I mean, he's another guy. If the offense bogs down, just come and give Boogie the ball at the elbow, and he's going to get a bucket. And I love that, and that's invaluable. And I think that if he can keep his head on straight for two weeks in a seven-game series, he's going to win it for us. Boogie is a great option off the bench. He is a wild card. Wild card indeed. Well, you could possibly have two with Draymond Green that get suspended during this series. That's true, but I mean... Worst case scenario, Boogie... And Harden. Boogie, Harden, he might disappear, but he's not going to get suspended. <laughs> Boogie, worst case scenario is he gets mad at someone in the first practice and decides he doesn't want to play, and that's fine. We got plenty of other guys on this team. We don't need... I mean, we would love to have Boogie. Boogie, we love you, but we don't need you on this team. And I think that's a great situation for him. No pressure. He can just come in and get buckets, and that's what I need. All right. With my, gosh, eighth pick... Eighth pick. I'm going to take Russell Westbrook. Oh, no. He did it. I just won. Congratulations to me. I'm going to take Russell Westbrook. 
for two De- reasons. Defend yourself. Number one, he is by far the best player on the board. As far as true talent, there's no arguing that. Number two, he got picked. He got passed up on he went 15 s- different times. <laughs> he went 16. Do you know the kind of vengeance he's going to come out with? He's going to be and mad. pettiness he's going to come out with? He's going to be so He petty. is going to go for blood in this series. With- he is not going to take anything from anybody. Now, I will say having him and KD on the same team may prove difficult. But with the eighth pick, I love that. That's fine, all right? And Russ, without a doubt, on true talent is a steal. And I don't deny that if you put him in the game, the chances are he's going to go for 40, 15, and 15. (laughs) That's going to happen. But while he's going for 40, 15, and 15, he's going to be about a minus 10, plus minus, and we're going to win the game. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. You can have Russ... And watch him take 40 shots off the bench in like 11 minutes. You know, I think this in the audience's eyes is either where I win or you win. That that pick. That pick, yeah. That's probably right. Because there's a segment of NBA fans. The thing is, is he's a bench guy. If he was my starting point guard, I'd have a lot more reservations. But not he's my third point guard. You got Steph, you got Kyrie, and you got Russ. There's there's a non-zero chance that in this fictional world you have to cut Russell Westbrook in like game two. Like, <laughs> not even put him on the bench and not play him. You have to cut him, pay him his money, and make him go home to get away from your team. There, I mean, there's a little bit of that potential with Boogie too, a little bit of the locker room cancer thing where you don't, they get angry and take the entire life out of the building. I mean, let's be honest, there's some potential with that with LeBron James too, but... Here's here's the thing. I think, I mean, you, Russ you, could start like kneecapping your own players in practice. All right, you've been in enough locker rooms, as have I, where the thing I know most about culture is majority roles. And so far, I have seven guys: Kyrie, Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler, Giannis, AD, Steph, and KD, who are high character guys. And I think they're going to actually elevate the play over us. Well, one of your high-character guys just demanded a trade off the best team in his conference. <laughs> First. The rest of them, I'm with you. Um, but, I mean, Russ is... You said, you said Boogie was an X-factor, and he is. But, I mean, Russell Westbrook's wild-card potential is high. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a segment of NBA fans who worship at the altar of Russ. And I get it. He's great. He's fantastic. He is. He's phenomenal. And those people that listen to this podcast are going to think that we're both crazy, but specifically I'm crazy for saying I didn't want him on my team. And those people are going to think that you win. But there's another large portion that are going to completely understand where I'm coming from and not wanting him anywhere near my team. Listen, I get it. I understand where you're coming from as well, which is why I waited till 8 to pick him. Okay, let's move on. We've talked enough about Russ. we got to move on. Okay. Your ninth pick. Two picks left, two spots left. This is where you kind of got to start getting specific in terms of what you need in a guy off the bench. Okay. So my bench unit, I got Chris Paul running the show. I got Boogie as my inside guy, the the third forward, if you'll, I mean, well, really, the only true center I've got is, is Gobert. But Boogie is that, that second big coming off the bench, the true, you know, big in the old school fashion of the word so I'm looking at this second unit and what I really need is some perimeter scoring okay so I've got my eye on a couple of guys here 
I'll just go through it. I mean, I think at this point... Dame! <laughs> I think at this point, we've got a big enough pool of players left where, I mean, I'm not going to give you a guy you don't already know about. So I'm looking at Dame. I'm looking at Bradley Beal. I'm looking at DeMar DeRozan. And I'm looking at at Blake Gandy's boy, Kimball Walker. All right? And I'm sure I'm missing somebody here, but those are the guys that I'm picking from. And I think... I think where I'm going, man, this is tough, but give me give me the high upside play. Give me Bradley Beal. Wow. Give me Bradley Beal. I think I think DeMar DeRozan and Damian Lillard are better players and you know, en masse better players right now than Bradley Beal is, but Bradley Beal has that ability, especially coming off the bench as my ninth man. I think Bradley Beal could come in and score 20 points in a quarter, and Dame could do that too, but... Bradley Beal has a little more versatility in terms of being bigger and not necessarily needing the ball in his hands. And I think as a ninth guy, the the potential for him to come in and just light it on fire for six minutes of game time is high enough where he could win me a couple games. Bradley Beal is a good pick there. I would have gone a different way. Which way would you go? Now you get a chance to go a different way. You know, I would go a different way, but with my three bench players being Butler, Kyrie and Russ. Russ. I'm kind of guarded out now. <laughs> you probably um, need a forward of some kind. So, I mean, I would I honestly, if I was in the spot that you're in, I would have taken DeRozan. DeRozan's such a stud. He is. He's he's another guy that's really underrated. He is. I, he's and, so good, man. And you know what the, the deciding factor between those two guys was for me is I think Beal's just a better three-point shooter. Yeah, and he maybe, is. That's truth. Maybe it's that might not be the smartest way to look at it because DeRozan is a better scorer, but I just think Beal's ability to maybe get hot and hit four or five threes in a row, you know, that's that's the that's the choice there. So, like I said, I'm kind of guarded out, and I've kind of got two directions that I'm thinking about landing this plane in, but I need some help at the rim. I am going to take Kristaps Porzingis, a healthy Kristaps Porzingis, with my ninth pick. Kristaps Porzingis going 18th overall. Can you believe that? I mean, I thought about Kristaps too, and I would have thought hard about him at my next pick. But, I mean, the unicorn. You got him and Giannis? All unicorn you. team. I'm telling you. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So what are you? What what are your plans for Chris Stapps? Are you just gonna put him in the middle and let him protect the rim? You gonna run some of the second offense, secondary offense through him? Oh yeah, yeah. He'll have, I mean, he's gonna be a rim protector with this size, but his scoring ability is also amazing. There's a couple other directions that I actually thought about going here, and I may go here with my next pick. But I think that he was the best player on the board for my needs. That. At number nine, I'm thrilled to pick him. That's a good pick. Without a doubt, it's a good pick. I'm looking at my squad here. This is my last pick. I've got just in my... I'm kind of separating this into separate five-man units, but obviously we're going to have Mitch and mix and match ability here. Um, it's becoming an informal podcast tradition where I talk over my words and get my words confused. So You do not know how to talk. There was that. Talking is difficult for me. But... My second unit, I got Chris Paul, I got Bradley Beal, I got Draymond, and I got Boogie. So I'm in a position here where I can really just take the best player on the board. And I'm going to take a guy who we've all forgot about this year. 
for good reason. Because he left part of his body on the court in Cleveland. There's there's actual pieces of Gordon Hayward still in the hardwood floor. Our informal <laughs> podcast reporter, Austin Coley, witnessed it live in Cleveland. But I'm taking a fully healthy Gordon Hayward here. I thought about taking him earlier. I think we forget, I mean, in this microwave society we've got now, he's been out of sight, out of mind for a few months, and we forget how good he was last year. I mean, he was truly one of the best 20 players in the league. And he is a great scorer. He's a good defender in his own right. He created all the offense that that Jazz team had. And I think if I just put him on my bench, he's another guy who can come in and really take over a game if he needs to. Or he can fit into the flow of the offense and spot up and take threes. And I think those are the kind of guys you need coming off the bench because he can give you 10 or 12 good minutes or in a given night he can put the team on his back if the situation calls for it. I think that's a really good pick, especially where you were for a team. So... With my, that was your last pick, right? Yes. Yep, that's 10. So for my last pick, thinking about my second unit with two-point guards, I guess combo guards, a shooting guard, and Porzingis. You know who you need. I know who I'm going to take. KCP, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. Go dogs. I'm going to take another forward. And there's a couple of guys that I actually have in mind that I was thinking about taking. First, Al Horford. Al Horford is... A great team player. He's going to play his heart out on defense. He'd be a great guy he's a, to come off of the bench. He's a perfect sure. guy for this kind of team, too, because he's a glue guy. He's going to hold all these superstars together. He's going to give great effort on offense, and he, on he's defense. a vet. Doesn't need the ball. Um, I thought about taking LaMarcus Aldridge. He's another guy that I think would be a great add there. And then DeMar DeRozan's a stud, but I just don't need a guard. With all that being said, my last pick, I'm going to take Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is the guy I've been looking at for a while, and I chose Boogie over him, but I want to hear, you I mean, you finally picked him. That's a good pick. Carl Anthony Towns fits into the unicorn category as well. A little bit. The idea of having Anthony Davis, Giannis, KD, Porzingis, and Carl Anthony Towns all on the same team is super exciting. I want to put them all on the court at the same time and just <laughs> see what happens. And just filling out that second unit. I mean, it. I, I think Al Horford's a better teammate, but for this purpose, he's not going to win the poll. And Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns might. So, recapping, Sam's team. Give us your starting five and your bench five. Do you have my team on there as well? I've got both of them. So just read them out. Yeah, so I'll go with mine. My starting five is going to be James Harden. It's going to be Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James. This is not an order of pick, by the way. This is kind of the order that I'm going to play them in. So Harden, Paul George, Kawhi, LeBron James, Rudy Gobert. Off the bench, I've got Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, Gordon Hayward, Draymond Green, and Boogie Cousins. So I think that's obviously the team that is going to win this series. But just, you know, for the sake of the podcast. All right, now tell us the winning team. I will give you Austin's team as well. Austin's got Steph. This is his starters. Steph, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, so basically the Warriors. Then Giannis <laughs> and Anthony Davis. Off the bench, Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Russell Westbrook, Chris Stapps, and Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns and Chris Stapps playing together is terrifying. I will, I will give you that. That's a lot of size. I'm so excited to hear your guys' thoughts. So this that's that's all we've – this was so much fun for us to do. That's all we have for tonight, for today. We are filming this at night. So it, yeah, recording this at night. But it's time to get off. 
So go on Twitter, vote on the poll, and tell us who you think. We're, tell us where we messed up and where we got right, which I would imagine that it's just going to be got right, or where <laughs> I got right and Sam got wrong. But please, let us know. Please, 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 someone run this on 2K because I want to see it. I want to see the simulation on 2K. Send us screenshots. Run it on 2K and hit us up on Twitter at InformalUS. And always keep sending us questions and thoughts at InformalPublication at gmail.com. I am at Austin Collier on Twitter. Sam is at Lewis underscore zero six. Peace. <laughs>